0: Today is Tuesday, March 8th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm Sammy Sage, and this episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by Business Insider. There were four hours of diplomatic talks between Ukraine and Russia yesterday, which ended up producing zero breakthroughs, other than a very specific set of demands from Russia. So what is on Putin's delusional wish list now? Pretty much the same things as usual. Ukraine should not be able to join NATO or the EU. They should recognize Crimea as belonging to Russia, and they should recognize the pro-Moscow separatist republics, Donetsk and Luhansk as independent. Moscow claims that they are ready to stop the attacks on Ukraine in a moment if they accept these demands. The irony is, of course, that two weeks ago, Ukraine joining NATO and the EU would have been pretty far-fetched. However, as a direct result of Putin's invasion, the EU is actually set to review Ukraine's application to join in the next few days. On the military side of things, since the start of the invasion, Russia has launched over 625 missiles into Ukraine, and they have now engaged 100% of the troops that they deployed since before the invasion. The Pentagon has also confirmed reports that Russia is recruiting Syrian mercenaries to fight in Ukraine, counting on their expertise in urban combat to help take Kyiv. There are also reports that Russia continues to violate the ceasefire agreements in humanitarian corridors used for civilian evacuations, as well as conducting purposeful attacks on civilians, which is a war crime. In Russia itself, over 13,000 protesters have been arrested since the invasion began, with 5,000 of those arrests just this past weekend. Meanwhile, a bipartisan team on the Senate Finance Committee in Congress has reached an agreement on a bill that would ban U.S. imports of Russian oil and empower President Biden to impose further tariffs on Russian products. The bill still needs to be passed by the full House and Senate. But when has that ever been a problem? Biden has simultaneously been negotiating with Poland to sell fighter jets to Ukraine via Poland. Specifically, Poland would give Ukraine a fleet of their old Soviet-made fighter jets, Yes, I know, that is weirdly ironic. And then the U.S. would sell Poland some new jets. This deal is still in the works. And in perhaps the biggest blow to Putin's ego yet, the International Judo Federation announced that they are removing him from his roles in the organization and stripping him of his honorary titles. So while we're stripping him of honorary titles, why don't we do president? While the U.S. is deliberating banning Russian oil imports, in a semi-related headline, gas prices are way, way up. Specifically, prices hit $120 a barrel, which for those of you who don't follow the oil markets, is the highest they've been in a decade. The national average price per gallon is up 40 cents since last week at $4. In some places, it's up to as high as $7. This ban on imports that the U.S. might implement accounts for about 10% of global supply. And I don't think you need to be a leading economist to know that you can expect that prices would go up even more with such a ban. New reporting from The New Yorker suggests that Donald Trump may actually have been right about there being voter fraud in the 2020 election, though he casually failed to mention that it may have been by his very own chief of staff, Mark Meadows. Here's some context. Meadows lived in North Carolina from the 1980s until March 2020, when he resigned as a North Carolina congressional representative to become Trump's chief of staff, and he sold his home in the state to move to Virginia. However, when Meadows registered to vote on September 19, 2020, he wrote down an address of a mobile home in North Carolina, with a move-in date of the following day, September 20th. However, Meadows does not own this property, he never has, and he has not appeared to have ever stayed or lived there. The previous owner, who put the property up for sale in the summer of 2020, lives in Florida and used the property as a summer home. She says that she had rented the house for two months at some point within the past few years to the Meadows family. She doesn't remember exactly when, though Meadows' wife only spent one or two nights there, and Mark Meadows did not spend any time there. The previous owner also claims that the Meadows never expressed any interest in buying the home. Meadows also voted by absentee ballot in 2020, another thing that Trump claimed was evil. So we did it, Joe. It turns out you won by 7 million and votes. A bipartisan group of eight state attorneys general announced that they have opened an investigation into TikTok and the potential harms that it may pose to kids. Oh, so are you suggesting that seeing numerous What I Eat in a Days from orthorexic influencers isn't great for kids' development? The investigation is exploring whether the design and algorithm of the app contributes to physical and mental health harms for teens and young adults. So, everyone who uses it, and also whether TikTok has violated state consumer protection laws with its data collection. I mean, come on, is that not just assumed? Here's another story I hate talking about, but I don't want to leave you uninformed. The vehicular tantrum, otherwise known as the trucker convoy, has been circling the Capitol Beltway, which is the highway surrounding DC, for the past two days of protests. Organizer Brian Brace said that the group has no plans to take the protests beyond the highway, but that they want to hold lawmakers accountable for the government's pandemic responses, including vaccine and mask mandates. Good thing Joe Rogan episodes are like hours long, perfect for traffic. Perhaps that is actually how so many truckers got radicalized in the first place. And finally, the Supreme Court tried to make a low-key announcement yesterday, which I'm going to make a high-key announcement, that it would not review Bill Cosby's sexual assault case. As a reminder, Cosby was freed from prison in June because a former prosecutor in the case had apparently made a secret promise to Cosby's lawyers that he would never be charged, which he then was by that prosecutor's successor. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled that the prosecutor who brought the case was bound by his predecessor's agreement not to charge, and now the regular Supreme Court is sticking by that. If only the Supreme Court agreed to be bound by their predecessor's decisions. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. And thanks again to our partner, ExpressVPN. Your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited, even if you're using incognito mode. That's why even when I'm at home, I never go online without using ExpressVPN. The ExpressVPN app keeps all of my information secure by encrypting 100% of my data with the most powerful encryption available. So start protecting your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by Business Insider. Visit our exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash announcements, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. Think about it as an investment in your cybersecurity. That's vpn. dot com slash announcements to learn more. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.